Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Goddess Nicole with a new podcast episode for you. I wanted to do, uh, originally, I was thinking about what I wanted to blog about next and what I wanted to do my podcast on. And I was thinking about doing like a, a Types of Calls blog since my blog is fairly new and um, I don't have a lot of content on there yet. And I don't have, I've got like two podcast episodes, so um, I want to get that rolling. But I think I'll save that for my next blog. This blog is titled Positive Femdom, How to Be an Asset to Your Goddess. And since I am a black woman and since I am a uh, ebony content creator, um, in the phone sex industry and um, also uh, occasionally on Second Life, um, I wanted to talk about uh, some ways that, uh, first of all, some pet peeves that I have with just men in general um, and things that men do that apply also to things that customers do and just to give you some insight on what type of a person I am, what my interests are, what my pet peeves are, the things that matter to me. Um, so that's why I'm doing this today. And uh, what else? What else? What else? Uh, yeah, so positive femdom. The reason I titled it positive femdom is because this is just tips like how to be an asset to to me because this is about me this is my blog so this is some tips for you how to be an asset how to be a good customer how to be a good sub if you want to be my submissive if you want to serve me then this is going to help you now just a warning um i have a tendency to ramble when i talk and i have a tendency to go off on tangents um, the point though is all leading to the same place. So if that's a problem with you, if you, if you like, you know, very refined, well-constructed blogs and podcasts, I probably won't be the person for you because I'm all over the place. So just be forewarned. So just to go over what I wrote about. I'm going to just read it to you because that's the easiest way. And then I might ad lib here and there if there's anything that I feel like I forgot or that I need to uh, put in. And this podcast will also have uh, a blog at ebonygoddessmindfuck.com. That is my blog title. I have a funny story about that blog too. <sighs> Actually, maybe I won't share that right now either but um i am gonna share this all right so let's just jump right into it so anyway as you know i just got this blog the blog may be the the blog may be new but my experience in phone sex is not i've been doing um let's just say uh i've been doing phone sex for more than five years and uh maybe more than 10 years <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to show my age yet, uh, but I'm a grown ass woman. So if you needed to know that now, you know, my experience in phone sex is uh, pretty extensive. Um, I had a lot of uh, 
a lot of time to cultivate my style, my expertise, to hone and, and mold my personality as an ebony femdom and to figure out the types of things that I like. Um, which I will go into on another blog. I'll talk about my favorite types of calls, my favorite fetishes, my favorite kinks. The the most obvious you already know if you're following me. Um, if you're subscribed to this blog, then you know that it's hypnosis, erotic hypnosis. So here's the more personal stuff that will help you help me and, and how to be a damn good asset to me. I, uh, I have a note. If you're in second life, uh, I, I'm also Nicole Renee on second life and on my profile on second life, it reads broke men don't get women. I am a advocate for hypergamy. If you do not know what hypergamy is, it basically means marrying a wealthy man, marrying into a wealthy family. That's if you're interested in getting married. Not everybody is interested in getting married. So with that said, uh, and it, it also means men taking their role as such. In other words, providing for their partner uh and we're going to assume for all intents and purposes that we are talking about cisgender male cisgender female but this can this can apply to homosexual and transgender relationships it, it honestly it doesn't matter but let's just say for all intents and purposes we're talking about the man's role the masculine role and the women's role the feminine role whatever your your feelings are on that subject we're not talking about that right now we're not talking about gender right now but we're welcome you're welcome to talk to me about it if you call me we can discuss gender um you know because i'm i'm open to talking about that but right now we're talking about hypergamy and broke men and uh, if that sounds shocking to you, a woman saying that she's an advocate for women marrying rich, rich and being taken care of, if it's shocking to you, then you're probably the product of uh, societal brainwashing that has been going on for the past couple of decades where men have kind of lost their way and, and lost their fucking purpose. And um, I think it's kind of sad because it's basically the, the roles have been reversed and now you have dusty motherfuckers sitting on their asses expecting women to take care of them and bend over backwards. So I don't fuck with that. So therefore, I am a advocate for hypergamy for, for women being taken care of and treated like the queens that they are. And specifically, specifically in relation to black women. So just assume when listening to this that I am talking about the experiences that black women have had because I am a black woman and I am talking about my experience and the experiences of other black women like myself. So here's where you get your education and I get you together on what I call positive femdom and again, how to be an asset to me. That's right, because I'm the goddess. So what is a goddess? 
I've, I've had people ask me that before. What, what is a goddess? Why do you call yourself a goddess? It's mental, it's spiritual, it's emotional, it's physical, it's a part of uh, a woman's evolution to be a goddess. A goddess is a woman who knows herself and is on a never-ending journey of enlightenment. She knows that in order to be the very best woman she can be, she must embrace her feminine energy and be committed to cultivating that. There's a learning curve to um, being initiated into your goddesshood um, because it means being enlightened. And what enlightened means for women is... um, you're going to be dealing with past, present, and how it applies to the future. You're going to be dealing with shadows. You're going to be dealing with with the inner workings of your psyche and, and tr- past trauma, um, emotional trauma. And we can get into that, the spiritual stuff, on another date. But right now we're talking about what it means to be a goddess, and uh, how that ties into the experience of many black women, Um, how that ties into the experience that many black women have. Uh, Basically, black women specifically have been robbed of experiencing their own feminine energy, and we're slowly reclaiming that. And the interesting thing that's happening as black women are experiencing what it feels like to just cultivate that feminine energy and to uplift each other and to uplift ourselves is that people are getting very angry like how dare these you know how dare these black women uplift themselves and call themselves goddesses and and you know support each other and how dare these women be confident how dare these women be unbothered how dare these women just exist and breathe because I hate to break it to you if you are not black and especially if you're not a black woman then you're not going to know what I'm talking about because you haven't had the experience and one of the other things that I'm an advocate for is breaking this whole disconnect that a lot of non-black people have where they can't understand why black women are angry, why black women are upset, why we keep talking about these things. What I need y'all to do is have an open mind and listen. Um, So what is a goddess? A goddess is a woman that is uh, on the path to enlightenment, on the path to being in her feminine energy and and experiencing and cultivating the benefits of being feminine and we're reclaiming that and what it means is basically the right to be feminine for black women is the right to be emotional the right to express your feelings the right to be fragile the right to be soft and delicate all of the things that are synonymous with being feminine for everyone else who isn't black. Um, And what I mean by that is whenever black women are emotional or vulnerable or fragile or want to be feminine or want to be soft or want to be delicate, 
you know, we've got the rest of society saying, you know, you're, you're too emotional. You're overreacting. You need to be strong. Oh, you know, you're, you're just being a big baby. Um, meanwhile, when white women start crying about anything, people are running to them, running to their, oh, oh, what's wrong? Oh, what do you need? Oh, baby, don't cry. But I mean, when black women start crying, it's like, oh, you're, you're overreacting. You need to just, you know, stop acting like a child. You need to stop acting like a baby. Um, and that's bullshit, you know, that that's on period. <laughs> so like, I need that to stop. And I, I need people to cut it out. And, and for black women, it's okay to cry. It's okay, it's okay to be feminine and delicate and soft and express your emotions. And um, there was a quote on a tweet somewhere. I, I don't know whose tweet it was. I can't remember. But basically, it was something along the lines of black women will always be too loud for uh, a world that never intended to hear them. So part of reclaiming our feminine energy and being a goddess is just reclaiming all of that, the just being soft and not just that, but being pampered and being provided for because the black woman's experience usually is um, taking care of a family by themselves, doing all the work, taking care of a grown ass man, taking care of their children, um, paying all of the bills, working two, sometimes three jobs. That is the black woman's experience. And at some point we burn out, we get tired. We're, we're tired of fucking doing it. Um, and the difference is that we have to fight for that basic, basic human right to say, look, I deserve to be taken care of. Um, the rest, like, you know, I don't want to get too far away from the subject of being an asset to me as a black femdom. So if you want to break down the multifaceted meaning of being feminine in regards to cisgendered women, we can do that some other time, but I'm not going to do that right now. I'm specifically discussing black women and femininity. So anything else, if you have any other issues, go discuss that on your own time, or you can call me and we can talk about it. Um, Basically, black women are expected to be hard, strong, independent. And, you know, we're expected to be strong black women. Well, a lot of us are tired of being strong black women because of the stereotype of the strong black woman, the stigma of a strong black women, woman. So, yes, black women make fantastic dominance. You know why? Because we don't take nobody's shit. Because we have an entirely different upbringing. We are raised to be strong. We are raised to, you know, in some cases, be loud and argumentative. Um, because that was our, you know, we, we, we're sadly to say also raised to be very toxic. Because we grew up in loud, angry, toxic households. So the strong black woman trope is a damaging one for us 
because it denotes that we don't need taken care of. We, we're not soft. We're not emotional. We're not fragile. We're not deserving of, of, you know, someone providing for us and helping us and doing things for us. So that's why I kind of have a disdain for people saying, oh, you're a strong black woman. Um, black women are strong because we have to be. We're strong because that's what we had to do to survive. We're not strong because we want to do everything. We're strong because we have to be. So yes, um, black women make, uh, we make great dominance for that reason. Um, and a lot of people fetishize black women for having that snappy, sassy, black attitude. And we're going to get you together and we're not going to take any of your shit. I mean, but that's real life for us. So, um, you know, why not make money off of it? That's, that's what I say. I mean, if, if that's what gets y'all off is, is us being, uh, in the strong black woman role and, and getting you together and beating the brakes off you when you deserve it, then, uh, why not make money off of it? That's why we make great dominance. That's why we make uh, black doms make excellent make an excellent dominatrix period we were basically we were raised for that that does not mean that we don't deserve to be spoiled and pampered and treated like feminine women um it doesn't mean that we don't want to be feminine it doesn't mean that we don't want to be fucking pampered personally i love getting inside people's minds i like being pampered i like being treated like a princess i'm already a uh, a, a queen i'm already a black queen i put that in my profile i am a black queen okay and um also put in my profile that i am a brat i'm a brat because i'm spoiled um and being spoiled and being pampered is never a bad thing. I, I think some people take the whole princess trope uh, negatively um, as being like just very selfish and childish and irresponsible. That doesn't necessarily have to be the definition of a princess. A princess can be... Um, you know, why don't we break down the difference between, you know, a queen and a princess? Queen is strength. The queen rules with an iron fist. She tells everybody else what to do. She gets things done and she is less allowed to have a vulnerable energy. A princess basically is the embodiment of the feminine. While the queen is strength, queen is more of a woman in her masculine energy. And we all have both. We all have both masculine and feminine energy. And we can all use both. Um, however, the princess is the embodiment of the feminine. The princess wants to be pampered, cared for, provided for, wined, dined, spoiled, impressed, and both demand respect. Um, you would never, ever, ever treat a princess with disrespect. You would never, ever, ever treat a queen with disrespect. 
So can a princess be a dominatrix? Yes, absolutely. She could be a dominatrix. Um, like I said, I'm a brat and I get what I want. And no, you know, I am a black woman and I don't fucking take anybody's shit. But I do love being soft and feminine while digging my heels into, you know, your ass. So uh, get you a woman who could do both. Be the queen and be the spoiled princess and, and be pampered and pamper her. Um, femdom makes sense to me in that regard because, um, especially for black women, femdom makes perfect sense because if you guys are going to stereotype us, then why not make money off of it? That part of, uh, the, the, the part of being a femdom though, that's tiresome, um, is what I'm about to get into. And uh, I'm, I'm going to get into my pet peeves, but first I'm kind of like going to talk about men in general. So here's my pet peeves. Freeloaders, time wasters, needy, broke motherfuckers. Um, I follow a TikTok creator online who loudly and often reminds broke men to stay away from her. Um, I fully agree with that. So my question to you is, uh, does me talking about this, talking about race and talking about the experiences of black women and talking about how our experience is different, does it turn you off? Um, let me also ask you this. Do you think that women owe you something? Do you think that women owe you time and, and free attention? Do you think that black women specifically owe you something and in quotes, air quotes, should, I hate that word. It's a disgusting word, should. Do you think black women should give you whatever it is that you're asking for, including free time? Because I sure the fuck don't. Okay, so the, answer those questions. Think, think long and hard about that. Does it turn you off a black woman talking about her um, experience? Does that bother you? Does, does me talking about this and saying that I want to be treated like a princess, does that bother you? Me saying that, um, you know, freeloaders and time wasters and, and broke motherfuckers are a turnoff, does that bother you? Does it turn you off? Um, to get a little personal for a moment, um, I was with somebody for six months and the first thing you need to know about this man is that he was very feminine and needy. And, uh, if you don't know what a feminine man is, go to, uh, Chloe's YouTube. She has a hypergamy channel. Just look up the YouTube hypergamy channel and look up, look for Chloe, where she talks about toxic feminine men and why feminine men are very uh, toxic to specifically black women. Um, and uh, so I ended this six month relationship with this man and completely cut him off. He was very feminine and needy. And number two, or B, if you will, he bitched and pissed and moaned and threw these what I call silent temper tantrums when I didn't pay enough attention to him. 
So to break down, I'm going to keep it real short and then we can move on to the rest. But to break down why I broke up with him um, is because he was emotionally abusive. He was a man baby. I had to constantly, like maybe at least once a month (laughs) or once every couple of weeks uh, or once a week even sometimes had to explain to him If I don't talk to you, it's because I'm working. If I don't pay attention to you, it's because my work is a priority. Um, So I ended up cutting him off. This man didn't live with me. Um, He didn't pay any of my bills. And uh, so when I was working, I paid him no mind. Um, And so to summarize, if let's say, you know, you're the man, listen, I'm in a relationship with you and you keep bitching and whining and complaining about why am I not t- paying attention to you? And let me give you an idea of, of what I'm talking about when I say pay attention to. He wanted me to just basically sit with him all day, talk to him all day, message with him all day, you know, just just cuddled up all day or what what I call uh, e-cuddling, which is like the electronic or online equivalent of cuddling. Cuddling's nice, but after a while I get tired of that shit because I got other things to do. Um, so he just wanted to like just sit and talk to me all day and would throw a fit if he wasn't the center of my world and the center of my attention. So that's to give you an example so that you know, like, oh, she, you know, why, why is she talking about this? That's to give you an example. If I have to explain to you repeatedly why something bothers me, why something's a priority to me, um, what I'm doing, and you know that, that I, you know, I do sex work and I'm, I'm a, I'm a phone sex provider. If I got to keep explaining that shit to you and you keep throwing little hissy fits because I'm not paying attention to you, you got to go because you're draining my energy. Okay. Um, So this is why I encourage men in general and especially subs and uh, customers of Uh, doms and sex workers and content creators to pick up the goddamn tab because there are many, many content creators like myself who blog for free, just like I am right now, and offer free bits here and there outside of paid calls and content, which I do, you know, I, I give you a little bit, which means... Um, If you don't understand what that means, you're getting free blogs, free audios, free mini clips, free social media, all this free content. And you mean to tell me that on top of all of that free content that you're getting, you still want more and expect more and expect me to pay attention to you on top of the premium content that you're already getting. Okay. I, that doesn't make sense. It doesn't add up to me. And um, in regards to free time, I'm going to let you know right now, I don't coddle grown ass men. And I do not do free chatting with anybody all damn day. 
Not even my own family, dude. Like, not even my own fucking family gets free shit from me outside of what I'm willing and available to give. I'm running a business, as are many other sex workers, regardless of what type of service it is. It could be phone. It could be cam. It could be videos. It could be clips. It could be porn actresses, whatever. So... Do you really think that on top of everything else that I'm doing, that I owe you, that, that, do you think that I owe you charity, that I should take you as a charity case and give you free time, and that it's okay to throw a tantrum in my inbox because you don't want to spend coin, but you want my attention? This goes for customers, this goes for subs, this goes for men looking for relationships with women who are sex workers, okay? You got to be, I, I know that you have to be very, very understanding and, and firm in your manhood if you're going to date somebody in the sex industry, for, for starters. Um, you, you got to be firm in your manhood, and there's a lot of fragile-ass men that just can't handle um, a woman having uh, sexual agency and making money off of it. Um, so, like, I'm gonna just I'm gonna ask you that one more time. Does this turn you off? Me talking about this, me discussing the piss poor behavior of men on the internet, and to be honest with you, some of the women you know, have picked up these bad habits of, of wanting shit for free. And um, some of them are, are fellow sex workers that just want everybody to do everything for them. Um, and they don't realize that these women are working just like them to make a living. So yeah, I expect you to pay me for my time, woman or man. So if this bothers you, me talking about this, if this turns you off, if you're like groaning, like, oh my God, why is she talking about like race and black women and sex workers and how men behave, then I can assure you that I'm not the femdom for you because I'm the type of person that when you're spending time with me, you're also going to get an education. I'm going to make sure that you know what's up. When you start calling me or when you start doing fucking sessions or even if they're virtual sessions, I'm going to let you know what's up and what I expect of you and the respect that I that I demand um, and what is unacceptable and what will get you fucking cut off. Um, I'm going to let you know. So if that turns you off, a, a woman being assertive and standing her ground um, and being firm with you. Let me just explain to you that not only am I comfortable, you know, I'm, I'm not the femdom for you if, if this conversation bothers you, because not only am I comfortable reminding you of all the free shit that you get, of all the free content that you get, I will rake your motherfucking ass across the hot coals if you test me. I don't have a problem, you know? Like, if you're going to have this stereotype of me, I'm going to let you know you can have that stereotype, but I fully demand respect. And if you do not respect me, then you will be banished. The only reason men, like, 
have even gotten away with some of the bullshit that they get away with and and the behavior is because nobody checked them. Nobody fucking checked these men. Like, um, one of my fellow, you know, SL doms has talked about the entitlement of men online specifically. Like, they do shit online that they know damn good and well they would not motherfucking do in person because they get the teeth slapped out of their mouths, okay? So this is just to let you know, I don't have a problem. I I do not have a problem letting you know and getting you together and telling you off um, because you're not going to walk over me. So in regards to picking up the tab, because I did mention that, I, I actually expect customers to uh, behave accordingly. If you want somebody's service, then show your appreciation and spend the fucking coin and pick up the goddamn tab. So for those of you that are like, pay? What? Pay? I gotta pay? Picking up the tab? What that is? <laughs> what is that? Um, frankly, what it means is, um, paying a bill, sending a tip, sending a tribute, paying for a subscription, buying something off their wish list, buying an Amazon gift card. Okay. That is what I mean by picking up a tab, picking up the tab, paying for the service that they are providing. So, like, let's talk about Fendom for, for a minute. Um, you know, it, financial do- domination. You wouldn't go to a Fendom and expect free service. Let's talk about ProDom. Because a lot of people confuse financial domination with, with female domination. Fendom and Fendom sound alike. Um but the two are not mutually exclusive. You can be one without being the other and vice versa. You can be both. You can do both. But let's talk about pro-doms. So you wouldn't expect a pro-dom to just do a scene with you for free. No, you, you got to pay for that. You got to pay several hundred and, and maybe even uh, several thousand depending on what you want. So... Don't expect phone sex entertainers or content creators or cam girls to fucking um, give you free time. Pay for it. If you like, if you like their videos, and especially, let me tell you something right now. If you got free content from somebody because their content was stolen, pay them for that. Pay them, tip them, tribute them. I don't give a fuck as long as you paying them. Um, because for too long, you know, uh, there's a lot of ladies out there that, that this is this is how they make a living. This is how I make a living. So, yeah, I expect you to pick up the tab. And to give you an example, I have subs that know how to do this. Um, there are some subs there are some customers that i will give a little free chit chat with because they're valued customers and we've developed a rapport 
you don't have to be into Fendom to send somebody a tribute. You could just tip them to say, hey, I like your content. Here's a tip. Or, hey, I like your content. There's guys that will buy the same clip over and over and over again just to give you the money for it. And there's nothing, there's nothing, you don't have to be in the Fendom to do that. Um, there's nothing wrong with paying for a content model to get her hair and nails done before she does a shoot. Pay for the outfit that, that she's wearing. If you want to see her in something specific, pay for her to get the outfit. Send, pay, you know, if it's on her wish list, pay for her to get it. Send it to her. And um, as a matter of fact, there's nothing wrong with men doing this for a woman he's dating either. Um, I have worked with women who expect a man to not only, like if they're going on a date, they expect the man to uh, pay for their transportation. If they're unable to drive, have a car pick them up. Um, give them some money to get their hair and nails done for the date. Give them some money to get to get an outfit. Hey, what you wearing? Let me get that for you. I know women, black women, who expect that and they get it. And it's not uncommon. It's, it's not uncommon for a man who's courting you to pick the fucking tab up. I'm just kind of ashamed of men in general that we've gotten so far away from that, from the uh, chivalry that used to be common. Um, so you've heard the term, you got to pay the cost to be the boss. That applies to if you want my time, um, you got to pay for it. I do not tiptoe around asking for payment for my time. I have no problem ignoring people who I am. Uh, you know, the, you, you know the ones. They I am every single sex worker on a site and just say hi or send a dick pic or, you know, some stupid shit without sending a tip. I, for that reason, love you using pay-to-views. So if you send me a message without a tip, I will send you a pay to view back and you will have to pay to read my response or see whatever I put in the message. I love playing pay to view games if you're into that. Um, but like all this shit about, you know, get, getting free time and sending messages without tipping. I don't care if it's a dollar. I don't care if it's $2 or $5. I, and I know, you know, some people will disagree. Um, if you're in the hardcore fandom, then, you know, if you send a dollar, they might laugh at you. But um, in general terms, I don't send something, send a tip. You know, uh, like you, you would tip a bartender, you would tip a waitress, tip your sex worker. You know what I'm saying? A dollar, two dollars, five dollars, you know. Some people are flexible on on tipping, but tip them if you're going to send a message or if you have a question or if you want their attention. You will get more attention if you show that you value that person's time. You will get my attention faster if you send a tip. And 
And if I see that you're paying for the pay-to-views, then that, that will also get my attention. You'll get more than a high from me. Um, as you can, uh, as you can tell, like, I don't have a problem holding my tongue, you know, if you have a question about my services, I'm happy to answer that. You want to tell me, oh, you're so hot. Oh, I love black women. Oh, oh, I love your pictures. That's awesome. You know, that that's great. Thank you. Uh, if you want to chat past your empty compliment that you copy and paste and send to every single content creator, put some money in the tip jar, sweetling. Because um, I don't hold my tongue. And yes, that's all that black woman attitude y'all claim to love or abhor. Or, you know, people say, oh, I can't stand black women and their attitudes. Well, you know, that's not really my problem. Um, you coming to my house, you coming to my place of business, you respect me or you will get gone. And I also, um, in the Feminine Men video that Chloe did, she talked about toxic men. She did not talk about needy men who are not broke. Or let me let me rephrase that. Needy men who have money. And they use that money to uh, make up for their emotional abuse or verbal abuse or uh, in some cases physical abuse. There are men who have money and they're very abusive and they use that money to get like, like as a pass to be abusive. Um, and the type of person that I was involved with who had money and would throw money my way every time he threw a tantrum. And I, you know, eventually got tired of it because like, dude, um, yeah, you know, money does matter to me. Uh, but also I'm not like, I don't want to get into relationship shit right now. Cause that, that's a whole other conversation. All I'm gonna say about that is that, um, you cannot buy the rights to somebody's personal space or uh, the right to be abusive to somebody. You can't buy that. And you can't replace that with money. You can't make up for it, make amends. There's no amount of money that's going to uh, make up for emotional trauma is what I'm trying to say. So don't do that shit. Anyway, um, I don't want to jump into that too much, but I do want to talk about, um, I'm an advocate for hypergamy and I also want to talk about polyandry. Um, and I'll, I'll get to why I, why I mentioned that in a minute, but it'll make sense to you when, when I break it down to you. Um, polyandry, polyandry, not polyamory, polyandry is women who have more than one male partner. It's a thing in other cultures and uh, it's a thing in female-led relationships. And I have no issue with polygamy. If that's what you wanna do, if, that's, if, if you're comfortable and, and secure in your relationships and you wanna do that, 
you fuck with it heavy just do your thing i'm just telling you that it goes both ways so there's areas of the world where women have more than one husband and those husbands provide for her and it is not not only expected but it's it's respected and it's understood there are areas of the world where men have more than one wife and multiple mistresses or they have one wife and they have a mistress and it's also expected it's it's part of their culture and guess what else is a part of their culture um these men that have multiple wives and mistresses are wealthy enough to pay for that lifestyle and provide for those women and his wives and mistresses live happy lives and they're very pampered look it up i mean if you broke then it doesn't really make sense for you to be chasing after any woman um and that's what that has to do with uh, broke men, toxic men, needy men. Um, is basically you need to be in sound mind and body and sound financially if you're going to pursue any woman. Because otherwise, you're just wasting her time. And if you're pursuing a woman who is established and you don't have shit to show for yourself, you're a dusty and you're looking for a woman to take care of you. And I don't fuck with that. <laughs> I don't I don't fuck with uh, with with men who look for sugar mamas. Because uh, I'm going to get to the sugar mama thing in a minute, though. I, I, I do make exceptions. I do make exceptions, but not for men, not, not for broke dusties. So that's about polyandry. Um, those men are wealthy enough to do what they do. Um, and the women who uh, have multiple husbands, those husbands are expected to provide for her. And they do. And she's happy. And they're happy. And it works in that culture. So let's break down Mr. Uh, what I call Mr. I don't want to pay, but here's my laundry list of requirements. Here's what I expect from you. Here's what I want you to do for me. Um, many men to me have just become like lazy and pale in comparison to their predecessors. So, okay, you ain't got no money. Or, you know, you still live in your mama's basement and you're looking for a woman who's going to cook for you, clean for you, keep house for you, be sexy and attractive, be a vixen, have your babies and take care of you all while she's working a full time job. Where the hell they do that at? Please tell me. Please tell me where that fucking adds up. Um, it happens a lot in black communities because... Um, and, and we don't have time to talk about that, but I'll keep it real short in regards to what goes on in the black communities, black women have become so desperate just to be in a relationship that they will take care of grown ass men and they will be burned out by the time they hit, you know, maybe 35. It, it happens a lot, a lot. And it is the reason that if somebody comes up to me if a man comes up to me looking for handouts sorry bro i can't help you you know i'm i'm looking for a man of means because i am a woman of means and i take care of myself 
Um, so if you're not contributing to my lifestyle and, and you're not providing for me, then there's nothing for us to talk about. It's the reason that a lot of black women have those hardened masculine uh, personalities and, and why they have become so hardened and, and in their masculine all the time. Because if I'm doing all of that, if I'm cooking, cleaning, keeping house, paying the bills, taking care of the kids and working, you know, one or two jobs, if I'm doing all of that, what makes you think I have time for you or even for myself? Because you need time for yourself. And um, that don't make sense to me, baby. (laughs) That does not make sense to me. Uh, if you want a feminine woman, you got to be a provider for such. If you want a femdom goddess, if you want, if you want a dominant woman to pay attention to you, then you have to pay for that. Okay. Uh, and if you want me to pay attention to you, you have to contribute something to these monthly bills, beloved. Uh, because I have lights, internet, I have, uh, you know, housing payments, transportation payments, uh, toiletries cost money. You know what I'm saying? Food costs money. I do not live off of air, you know, and I like to cook. So you going to contribute to these bills. If you going to contribute to my lifestyle, then yeah, you got my attention. But if you ain't got nothing to show and, and nothing to nothing to offer, then no, um, I, I don't have none for you. Um, and I just want to say this, contrary to popular belief, we're not all just whores. We're providing a service that you're paying for, some of you, that, uh, you know, that porn that you're jerking off to. Uh, that that woman is getting paid for that porn that you're jerking off to or that clip. And uh, sex work is one of the oldest professions. Uh, We've been doing it uh, for centuries. So no, we're not just whores. We're businesswomen. And uh, anybody that thinks that all we do is just, you know, oh, baby, that's... (laughs) (laughs) we do more than that I mean if that's what you want that's cool too but um we're not just horse we we are a lot of us are business women uh a lot of us are taking care of our families uh we're doing the same thing you are we we just sex happens to be a part of that so look um I know that I've kind of gone off on tangents and I've been all over the place. I did warn you about that in the beginning of the podcast. I write about and I talk about what I'm passionate about. I do go off on tangents. Um, if, if you and I are going to get to know each other, if we're going to be friends, then you better be fucking prepared for me to be, you know, just very passionate and expressive when I'm talking about things. You better appreciate that energy. Um, because if you don't, somebody else will, and, uh, I don't get paid to blog. So like, you know, throw some, throw some dollars my way. If you like this blog, if you like this podcast, um, you know, uh, dating and sex work, uh, do have a lot in common in the sense that, 
Oh, okay. So what I was saying was that dating and sex work have a lot in common in the sense that men do need a feminine touch and they ben- they benefit from women from women's energy. They benefit from that feminine touch. They benefit from the affection and the the oxytocin that builds when they're with a woman. And there's a way to go about getting that without coming across as an ashy broke donut hole. So number one, remember what I said above. Broke men don't get women. The only broke men that do get women are women that have not, that that don't know better, that haven't learned their worth yet. And to be honest, a lot of y'all don't really deserve us. You you don't deserve us. Uh, We are worth every penny that men and some women spend on us. We're worth it. So if you want it, pay for it. So with that, uh, you know, there is that question. Is there anything wrong with free time? No, there's nothing wrong with free time. If you got the free time to spend, that's your business. <laughs> if, if you do what you want to do, you know, if, if other sex workers are listening to this podcast, you do what works for you. Don't worry about what I'm talking about. This is what works for me. You you do you. Okay, so if you don't mind talking to guys for free and it works for you or whatever, you know, arrangement that you have set up, you do you. But for me, um, men throwing fits and, and, and acting like five-year-olds is a hard hell no. Because, again, especially like there's so much free content floating around you got social media you got fucking twitter um we have avian stars now where where people can post free content you got you know uh well you used to have tumblr you don't have tumblr anymore um and you get some sex workers do blog like myself because it's it's actually how we promote ourselves. So you get free blogs. Sometimes you get free audios. You get podcasts like this one. You get free clips when, you know, we got something for sale. So asking for shit, asking for more free shit on top of that is just greedy as fuck and it's disrespectful. So pay me and pay these women you know, um, I, I, if you got a couple of dollars to support sex workers or if you have money to support just one sex worker, then do it. Support them. You know, if they have a subscription service, pay for this a su- subscription service. If they don't, tip them. Or when you can call, call them and support what they're doing if you, if you like their content. Because I know for a fact that uh y'all are jerking off to free leaked content you know y'all y'all jerk off to porn some of y'all all day fucking long jerk off to porn that you got from a free site that you did not pay for but somebody created that content and the person that created that content created it to get paid for it and you jerking off for free so um, you can continue to jerk off to free stolen porn or you can support 
the sex workers because you wouldn't be jerking off to anything at all if it wasn't out there. A few bucks every month isn't going to kill you. Do you have to be rich? Not really. I mean, you don't have to be anything. You could be whatever the hell you want to be. My thing is, would it be nice? Like, wouldn't it be nice if you could do more for yourself? Like, let's say you are a broke Dusty. Don't you have any goals or aspirations past living in your mama's basement? Um, Don't you want to do more with your life? Don't you want to fucking travel? Don't you want a woman of substance? Don't you want to be a man of substance that, that is able to do more for himself? And, and, you know, live a, a luxurious life, you know? Um, don't you want to do more for a woman than just begging in her inbox for free shit? My question to you is, do you like being broke? Do you like that? Did, does, does being broke, like, does, does that work for you? Because, um, I mean, seriously, think about that. Answer that question. Do you like being broke? Before you ask me, well, do, do men have to be rich? Well, why wouldn't you want to be? You know what I mean? Why would you want to be broke? Uh, so, like, the, the sugar mama thing that I mentioned uh, before, I support other sex workers. I have tipped other sex workers before. I have paid for other sex workers' content um, because I know what my fellow sex workers go through and the amount of bullshit that we put up with. So I can support someone. Uh, if I can support someone, then I'm going to. My goal ultimately is to be somebody's sugar mama and make their day brighter. What I'm not going to do is support some raggedy ass, dusty ass man who ain't got no job, lives in his mama's basement, lives with his parents, is toxic, is emotionally abusive, expects women to basically treat him like his mama did and fucking coddle his ass. Um, Listen, your mama changed your diapers. That's not my job. So, uh, yeah, I support sex workers. I will even support sex workers who are men whose content I like. I mean, if they out here grinding and making their paper, then I'm going to support them too. Um, I will support anybody, you know, any LGBTQ community sex worker or non-sex worker because I fully support the LGBTQ community. So, with that said... Uh, other things that I don't fuck with obviously is anybody who's racist or misogynist uh, uh, towards black women people who are internally racist we don't have time to get into that either Um, maybe I'll talk about internal racism some other day but uh, you know just just look at the recent uh celebrity news ha- uh, news headlines and you'll understand what I'm talking about in regards to internal racism because there's quite a bit of that. People who are homophobic or transphobic. I'm not going to get into that right now either, but maybe uh, further down the line of this podcast, I will break down to you, you know, my my issues with... with uh, <sighs> just head ass motherfuckers um 
people who are completely disconnected to uh completely disconnected from what happens to black women on a regular what happens to black men on a regular basis that's a turnoff to me because if you are sitting there saying well i didn't have that experience and then you turn around and dismiss what somebody else is going through then i'll fuck with you um learn something and come talk to me you know and uh, stop expecting black people to teach you how to be a better whitey. Okay. There are people that get paid to do that. There's teachers that get paid to do that. There's therapists that get paid to do that. There's diversity training where a, a trained professional gets paid to train your dumb ass on why you're wrong. There are resources, resources. So like do your own research and fucking learn something because the info is out there. You have literally no excuse for being like hard headed and blissfully, blissfully ignorant. Um, another big turn off is people who don't read. Uh, perfect example of that is, uh, you know, I'm offering a service Somebody comes along and says like, yo, how do I call you? What you mean how you call me? My information is right there on the blog. Is is literally right fucking there, dog. What are you talking about? You capping right now if you sitting there talking about how do I call you? Get the fuck out of my face. Please get out of my face. Um... You know, because if you didn't read and you're asking me, well, how do I do this or that? Then I know that means you were just too lazy to do your own research. Um, I don't fuck with victims or crybabies. You know, at a certain point, you have to take ownership for your behavior. And if you had a rough life, if you are a victim of abuse, I am very sorry that happened to you. That is not an excuse to be a dick to other motherfuckers. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's not an excuse to, to hurt other people. At some point, you got to fucking take accountability. So let's put a more positive spin on this podcast because I've been going off. And, um, you know, I'm, I make no apologies for it. This, this is me. This is me all motherfucking day. So here's the things that I do fuck with. Uh, people who know how to listen. People who know how to listen without making everything about themselves and how they feel. People who understand that there are other people that have had different experiences than they have. Um, people who support sex workers. People who specifically support black sex workers. People who specifically support black women sex workers. Open-minded people, mature people. Uh, shredded chicken tacos. Have you ever had shredded chicken tacos? They are fucking delicious. And I love talking to like-minded people. And even if, um, even if you don't agree with what I've said, as long as you listen as good as you talk, then I would like to hear what you have to say. I'd like to see what, like, what's your life been like? Um, and then I can tell you what my life has been like, but you got to know how to listen. Um, all of this is directly related to how to be an asset to me. So 
if you've gotten to the end of this podcast, because we're 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 entering the end of this podcast, and how long have I been talking? How long have I been recording? Oh, it's been over an hour. Well, it it may be like just under an hour when I'm done editing this, because I gotta cut some stuff out. Um, so any questions? Like you you got to the end of this podcast and you were like, I don't know what she's talking about. What does all of this have to do with being an asset to the ebony goddess? Um, This is me letting you know what my life is like and what my views are and what my experience has been and what I expect of you. If you send a message, send a tribute. Okay, if you call me on Night Flirt, actually, you can use the chat feature, which we get paid for. So if you have a question or you want to do a text session, you can text me on Night Flirt using the chat feature and uh, we get paid for those chat messages. If you send an email, you're welcome to send an email on uh, on Night Flirt or you can you can email me at Nicole at EbonyGoddessMindFuck.com. If you send an email, send a tribute, you know? If you want to talk to me or if you're pissed off and you read something that, like, you know, pissed you off and you was like, who the fuck does she think she is? I'm going to call this bitch and tell her off. Well, you can do that for $1.99 a minute. Unless I raise my rate. But yeah, you know, for $1.99 a minute, you could talk to me on Nightflirt and call me up and say, hey, you know, what's up? You you said some stuff. I have some questions. I'm a little upset <laughs> by what you said. Uh, and um, you can also tribute me on AVN Stars if you're on AVN Stars. A $20 tribute on AVN Stars will get you roughly 10 minutes of my time via the messaging system. We can talk about whatever so long as you're paying. If you're not paying, you ain't got no money, you broke, we don't know her. Who? Who is that? Who is broke? Do you know anybody named broke? Because I don't know nobody named broke. Um, If you like this blog, if you like my content, Tips and tributes are appreciated because, again, the blog is free. The podcast is free. So throw some tips my way. It's greatly appreciated. Anything that you have a question on, again, you know you know how to reach me. All the information is right there on the blog. All the information is right there on my podcast. You can call or text me, like I said, on iFlirt. Um, I am also on IWantPhone.com. And I think my name is Nicole Renee on there. I, I kind of use the same name on all my platforms. Uh, if it's not, just check my blog. The link is there if you prefer to use I Want Phone over Night Flirt. Um, you can also tribute me on Pornhub. Um, on Pornhub, my name is Goddess Nicole Renee. I'd love hearing from you, and uh, I hope you've enjoyed this lengthy podcast, and I make no apologies for it. I already warned you at the beginning that I go off on these tangents, and I ramble, and I talk about all kinds of stuff, Um, but this is how you're going to be an asset to me if you can take what I have said here and learn from it. 
we've had an interesting, you know, we halfway through the year and we've had an interesting going on six months of this year. So uh, let's keep it positive and make the next six months a blessing. That's that's my positive outlook for the day is let's make it a blessing. And uh, y'all have a wonderful week. This is Goddess Nicole Renee, and the blog is ebonygoddessmindfuck.com, and uh, I'll be talking to you. Peace.